Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up, and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hello, and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. It's producer Harry here. So today's interview is with fitness instructor, author, and entrepreneur, Denise Austin. So Denise has been a pioneer in the fitness industry, particularly in America, and she's been in this industry since the 80s. So she played a really uh, crucial and vital role, kind of being one of the early pioneers um, to get on television and really build a personal brand within the fitness industry. So Rob and Denise have a really diverse conversation, particularly about brand. Obviously, personal brand is really key to Denise. You know, she is her business. So there's a real good in-depth conversation on building your brand and expanding that, but also how to stay relevant for over four decades. So like I was saying before, you know, Denise has been doing this since I believe the early 80s. So obviously to stay within any industry and any niche for over four decades really takes um, some persevering. Um, And there's a lot of knowledge Denise has with that. Obviously the fitness industry has changed monumentally and it's only something getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And she has managed to stay with the times and adapt. So she talks about, you know, she's very old school in some of her approaches, but She's moved with the times, she's stayed disruptive, and she has been able to grow and scale her personal brand and business. So it's a real good, diverse conversation about personal brand. So Denise also talks about her other business ventures, but this is mainly about personal brand, um, one of our best episodes on personal brand. So final thing from me, we also have a YouTube channel, Rob Moore. So go over to YouTube, subscribe. You can watch the video to this interview plus all the other content we produce, the, all the other interviews. So just hop over to YouTube, Rob Moore, and subscribe. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Hi, it's Rob Moore here, and welcome to this Disruptive Entrepreneur live stream. I am live with Denise Austin, who you can see on the big screen. So. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to have to shock you straight off. I mean, Denise is huge in America. A lot of my followers, Denise, are English, British. Den- Denise is huge in America. Uh, and I know you're going to hate me for starting this way, but I have to start this way because look at you. How old are you? I'm 62 years old, all natural. Yeah. I have a flat tummy, rock hard abs, I call it. <laughs> you can feel my tummy when you meet me, Rob. All right. Well, I'll, if we can make that a date, then I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be up for that. Gotcha. Come to L.A. Come on. You also said I was cute when you put yeah, the video on. Your little picture, honey. This is good. This is good. OK, so um, I hope you don't hate me for starting about your age, Denise. But... No, of course not. I'm very proud. I feel good. I wake up happy. Exercise all these years for just 30 minutes a day does pay off. Yeah. So. That's what I'm here to tell you. <laughs> okay, so I think the first thing I'd actually like to talk about, which is maybe not a common question, but hopefully you've got some um, insight, is how do you stay relevant as a brand, as a business owner, for four decades? Because that's impressive. Yes, well, I uh, love what I do, 
and I have tons of friends in the industry and I have a, a board of doctors that keeps me very up to date on all the latest research. And I have a daughter now following in my fitness footsteps and she teaches me everything about social media and I teach her everything about, you know, fitness, the goals, the, you know, she's a graduate, of course, of college, but I think it keeps me young because, you know, she knows how to teach me how to edit now and little things that I didn't have to do back in the day. I had a film crew. I didn't have to worry about social media. I just did press and PR. So it's a new world for health and fitness in my industry. It changed since, was it the 80s you started? Yes, I started in 1981 on the Jack LaLanne show. And he was, you know, the godfather of fitness. And then I got my own show on KBC in Los Angeles, then the Today Show. Then I got my own show on ESPN and Lifetime. So I was on TV every single morning for 24 years. So I was in people's living room saying, good morning, let's get fit together. And then I went and started with VHS tapes and then gone to DVDs and then staying relevant now with a website with all of my fitness videos and TV shows. I got back all the rights to my uh, workout videos and TV and it's all on my website now. So you stream it. So I've seen the whole gamut, from you know, VHS to DVD now onto the web. Now, when, when you say about getting your rights back, because there's someone else that I've interviewed the podcast called Rosemary Connolly. She's huge here in the UK. Um, and she had a, re- a lot of issues getting her own IP and her rights. So can you talk about that? And why didn't you own them at the start? And then how did you get them back? And was that hard? Well, I was on um, Lifetime Television for 14 years. I had two shows. I kind of had the 7 a.m. slot. I had a morning like yoga, Pilates for half an hour, then another half an hour of more high energy from beaches all over the world. And so that um, show is the one I bought back. Those were over 500 half an hour TV shows. And those are the ones that I brought back. Those are the ones that were more relevant and beautiful and timeless and, you know, evergreen. So those are the ones I really loved so much because I was in different places all over the country, all over the world. So those are the ones I really cared about. And then I bought all those rights. So I have I digitized for my members over 200 of those half an hours. And then I did all new workouts. So um, so the TV shows are the ones I bought, not my exercise DVDs, because that was part of a company called Lionsgate and they owned my DVDs. So that was I I can't get those. Those were in a different you know, contract. So the contract, when I signed with Lifetime, it was way back in the day before even YouTube. So <laughs> no one really knew where this was going in, in a sense, because yeah. these were early 90s. Okay. So you now, going back to the 20, 30-year-old you, signing these deals, you know, giving your rights away, negotiating the con- contracts, etc. What advice would you give to the younger you now that you know what you know? My best advice is try to be independent and own everything that you can. Content is king. We didn't know that back then. And I, when I signed on a TV contract, it was a perpetuity. So you can't go on TV without signing that. So that was really, 
I had to do that because I wanted to be on TV. Yeah. But um, but then I bought the rights back, so it worked out great. But uh, I tell my daughter, I tell er- every young entrepreneur, kind of own your own content if you can. If you um, you can license maybe two or three different types of work, uh, you know, programs that you have to a bigger platform, I would suggest that. But always pretty much corner your own and try to own your own if you financially can do that. Sure. It's better. And um, in terms of the share of revenue that you give away when you sign your um, content over to someone else, is it a big share of the revenue? Well, you know, I don't do that now, so I don't um, know the the business uh, plan. But I do know if, um, like, if I uh, give an exercise video for ten minutes to a media website, then um, they give me, you know, the rights to put my link at the bottom of my website, deniseaustin.com. So it's kind of like a trade-off. It's yeah. like a, a barter. Sure. So I interviewed someone in the UK who's a comedian, got a um, very famous in the UK um, in the sort of 2000s. His name's Dom Jolly. And he did a, a TV show that went global, um, Trigger Happy <gasps> TV. And he only got 4% of the revenue of the that the show generated because that was the kind of the deal that he signed. Um, yes. In, in your early days, is that kind of similar money or were you able to earn a bit more? No, you won't believe my earlier days was totally different. I started on ESPN when ESPN was just starting in 1986. And so I went to ESPN. This is totally different than it happens now. I went to ESPN and said, I will make a half an hour TV show beautifully shot, you know, from different places. So it broadens the base. So people will want to trim and travel at the same time. (laughs) And I brought the show and I paid for all the production. If they gave me a minute and a half of airtime to sell. So it was kind of like a, a a cool barter. They gave me um, airtime. I gave them a beautiful top, uh, you know, quality uh, TV show. And in return, I sold three 30 second ads on each show. And that's how I started. And that continued all through my 24 years. I kept grandfathering it back in. Wow. And then eventually um, it was, it, everything changed and YouTube came. So it all kind of went to, you know, people don't go have fitness on TV anymore, which is kind of sad. They just use their websites and their apps and yeah. which is great now. Cause that's the, you know, instant fitness. It's great. Hi, it's Rob here, interrupting you with something you may not know about me. I was one of the few people on the planet hand-selected by Facebook to pilot their new supporter program. It's a very small premium model where you can get exclusive content and advance notice or discount of new products and services. So this is what I've done for you. Not only can you get best discounts, for any training that we might run. Not only do you get notified first of any launches we do, we also do supporter meetups, supporter dinners, supporter WhatsApp groups where you have a a deeper community. I do supporter only ask me anything. I do supporter only content and podcasts. We have a community of 2,500 supporters and I'd love to give you the chance to be one of those. I believe this is the best supporter program in the whole world. Find me a better one, but I don't think you will. 
So the link is bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. That's bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R. I believe the gap between free content and paid content is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. There's a lot of free content out there that's maybe not that good. And for just a few dollars a month, you can get the best content on business, on entrepreneurship, on starting up, on scaling up, on sales, on marketing, on the mindset of being an entrepreneur. So go to bit.ly forward slash Rob Supporter with a capital R right now. My guess is that's quite a good commercial deal. So famously, one of the actors in the first Star Wars, I think it might have been Alec Guinness, he was the only one on the set that took a share of revenue of the show rather than just a fee for acting and made a huge amount more than everyone else. So if you're, well, a- if you're able to sell in three 30-second slots on TV for 24 years straight, are you able to say how much money that made you? Was that like hundreds of thousands, millions, tens of millions? Ah, uh, I don't even know. We bought home. <laughs> You know, we, we, we lived a nice life. I mean, I didn't make millions of millions, but I lived a good, healthy, you know, comfortable life. You know, I'm very fortunate that people loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, the TV show wasn't as much of um, a moneymaker as uh, my exercise videos and the products that I was able to sell in stores. So yeah. it really was, um, in a sense, a free marketing advertisement PR campaign every day yeah. of um, me and my brand and my products. So I had exercise, you know, VHSs at the time that had 35% of the market share of those. So I had exercise accessories like little weights and mats and steps and, you know, bicycles. So that became more of the moneymaker, not the TV show. The TV show, um, you know, I paid a lot for production and editing and all that. So really, it was a great marketing tool back in the day. Great. So let's talk now about how it's changed then. So you said YouTube has changed. So you, you mentioned it earlier, but let's go a bit deeper on that. So how has YouTube changed uh, the fitness industry? Uh, big time, because YouTube, you know, we now have to give away free content to get your name out there. So it's a little different now. And I came too late on that that YouTube world. Uh, the people who are so popular now started, you know, maybe 10 years ago when it was just beginning. And I, I kind of came a little late. Um, but I have millions and millions of views on my wet on um, my exercise videos and DVDs online, but it wasn't a Denise Austin YouTube station. It was more of a a YouTube um, for the fitness uh, videos that the company I was with. And, but I love them and they were, you know, they gave me a wonderful beginning with videos and exercise DVDs. So I'm still very grateful. And, now with my daughter being, you know, a YouTuber, it's a whole new world and she teaches me. So it's kind of fun. Right. And so you talked about now how a lot of your content is online on your website and then yes. you've got products around it. Yes. So how do you, your um, empire that you've built of fitness related products, how you generate your business, what does that look like now? Well, now it's subscription based. Now, um, uh, you know, they pay less than $100 
to be uh, online with me for a whole year. That's a membership for a year. They get all the Denise Awesome workouts they want. They get a 10-week plan if they choose that. To I guide them. Uh, they lose up to 22 pounds in those 10 weeks. And I guide them to everyday meal plans, what to exercise video to do. If you're a beginner, uh, different ones for intermediate, different ones for advanced. So it's kind of like a set plan and structure that a lot of women love and I really focus on women over 40 because there's no one really out there caring about our age group so I um, mainly it's my website is really my true sense of making money now I give a lot of speeches I, I travel the world at tours I did a mother-daughter workout tour with my daughter Katie Austin and that was really fun so I do a lot of appearances and um, I enjoy that a lot. Great. Love it. A lot of volunteer because I do, you know, work with uh, different organizations that I speak on behalf. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So do you have business partners, team members, or is it just you doing your whole thing? No, I have a whole company called Healthy Lifestyle Brands. They also represent, uh, they're my partner. Uh, they take care of my website. They work with me with my calendar. They, you know, do my productions of all my new workouts. I'm doing 12 new workouts this week for the January timeframe. So um, we're partners and we go together on all the meetings to uh, I'm looking at skincare right now. I'm looking at ways for anti-aging. So they're also my licensing partners. So we're we're full on partners because I love that company because there's a series of doctors and board of doctors that are all behind me. So it's really important at this age because I talk a lot about brain health. I do have my degree in exercise physiology, but I do love everything about keeping your brain smart as you age and eating healthy for better health. Okay. Thank you very much. So you work with your daughter. How is that? Is the, I mean, it must obviously be exciting for you. Are there challenges working with family? Um, and just, just how is it? I love it. She's hilarious. She's 26. She was a D1 athlete at college, an athletic uh, lacrosse player with a scholarship. She graduated cum laude from college and she is smart as a whip. She's funny. She. I have two daughters. My oldest is in the music industry. Totally like my husband, behind the scenes type person, business. They don't want to be in front of the camera. They want nothing to do with this, but they're very smart. And then Katie is more like me, you know, very um, extrovert. We love uh, to do TV together. We do a lot of television here in America together. So we're planning a whole mother-daughter duo uh, kind of program. Yeah. So we're really excited for next year. Great. And we you pretty clear quite early that you wanted to bring her through into the business or was it just totally her choice? No, it was totally her choice. Yeah. I had no clue because uh, being at, she was away at college and um, being an athlete, you know, you can't think what you want to do when you're an athlete. You pretty much give uh, three hours a day to your sport. And so um, it was in her last year of college. She took a lot of entrepreneurial classes and she realized that she wanted to do a fitness app and she wanted to do this. And I kind of knew she would probably really good, be good at it because when she was little, uh, she used to, uh, I used to travel with my daughters a lot to film. I used to film five shows a day, get to the Bahamas, 
bang out five shows a day, you know, do it again. So my husband or my mom would bring uh, the two daughters to me when I was working. So she was the one that always watched and near the camera would kind of do the exercises with me when she was like six years old. Yeah. So um, she, I always knew she liked to dance. She liked to, you know, give us shows at, you know, our family occasions, she'd be on the table doing a little Britney Spears dance. So I kind of knew, but I didn't know this is what she would choose. And she loves it. She does a lot of sports. She um, interviews athletes too on how they stay in shape. So she's kind of has her own um, way of doing it. And she's doing very well financially on her own. So great. So it sounds like for a lot of your years, you've had a busy life. You've traveled a lot. TV is obviously intense from time. Um, yes. You've got a 32, is it, year marriage with your husband? 35. 35. <laughs> yep. Every year. Yeah. <laughs> you stay fit and healthy, fit and healthy and working out. So yeah. a lot of people talk about work-life balance here in the UK. I'm sure they do in America. It's obviously a big thing. How do you keep about all... What? Work-life balance. Oh, work-life balance. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So so important. But how do you? I mean, for how do you maintain it for so long? Because you know, many people who run companies are quite obsessive. I know I am, and I know I can get full on into business, and then you know I don't spend as much time with my family, or maybe I don't work out as much as I'd like. You look from the outside in. You've got a really well-balanced life. How do you do that? What's your secrets? You know, um, I did it. Uh, you can't do everything all at once. I kind of, you know, I did the TV show and uh, raised the kids. I would bring them with me a lot when I, they were young, but when they were in high school and they were in sports and they were busy, you know, that they needed to stay in school. So I, um, I would film it and rush back. And then I became, you know, I was really a mom for their high school years. Cause those are the years, you know, those, you know, those teenage years can go array. So I, I was home a lot during the school years of their high school years. So um, it probably put a little damper that was right when YouTube started. So I probably and I lived in Washington, D.C., where not L.A., where I live now, has the, the latest and the greatest and all the the newest things in Washington, D.C. It was a little more stifled, (laughs) but um, but I was more of a mom when the girls were in high school. So I, you know, I had ebbs and flows of my career. And now it's just um, in the last two years, we surged because of my age and people want to hear Damn, Denise, how'd you stay so fit all these years? Okay, I I did the things that I believe in. So um, uh, it's kind of been fun because it's uh, a whole new career now for myself and uh, and then with my daughter. So that's why I'm so excited about working a lot every day is because I have so much hope to hit the women who are 40s and 50s. Sure. So and there are a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, yes, there are. Um, I turned 40 this year, so I'm, now I'm not a woman, but I meet one of your criteria at least. Oh, no one you look so good. You're young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, are you saying then, let me just check this because I want to make sure I give uh, my listeners some um, good tips here. So are you saying your key to good marriage, long-term marriage, good health and fitness for the long-term is not doing it all at once, but having phases in your life when you focus more on one area than another. Exactly. You know, 
there's certain times that, um, you know, I, I want to be home and be a mom and not focus on my job. I do maybe one or two things every day to keep it going, but I wasn't, it wasn't my full focus. I, my both daughters were great athletes. Um, you know, they get it from my husband's side. He played professional tennis. So they both played lacrosse um, at a national level. So I was constantly going on weekends like a you know lacrosse mom being in charge of the kids snacks <laughs> so I truly was a mom and um and and did little things to stay in the business but once they were in college I was resurging again because it was time you know they're out of the house sure. so now I have a lot of time so I love yeah so uh, your husband does he work a lot Yes, he does. He's a sports attorney, he represents professional NBA players. Yeah. Some of you might know the Greek freak, uh, Giannis, uh, Stephen Curry. He represented his father, Dale Curry. Some of you might remember David Robinson. And so he is a very busy, busy guy. So how do you, <laughs> main, how do you maintain the top guys in the world right now in basketball? Wow. <laughs> and how do you balance then? being a mum, being an entrepreneur and staying married for that amount of time when you're both really busy? Well, I was, uh, we balanced each other out because I was, uh, I'm very involved in um, all of his clients. You know, they come here, I make them dinner, uh, you know, they become part of your family really as, as clients. Yeah. And then he helps me with um, so much. I mean, just helps me in, um, you know, just little things in my job. So he does all my contracts since he's a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so keep that in the business, in the family. Yeah. And uh, it's such great advice, sound, sound advice. He's very calm and I'm, you know, a little more, woo, and, you know. So I think our personalities balance each other out and um, he's funny. You got to marry the right guy. I mean, yeah. that's the key. Marry the right person. <laughs> That's that's good advice there for we all the ladies. A lot of laughs. Yeah. We laugh every single day. He's witty and says the funniest thing. Uh, we read newspapers still every single morning, do crossword puzzles, <laughs> exercise. Um, I exercise most every single day. Yeah. So I work out 30 minutes, but I squeeze it in. Even if I know I'm going to be busy all day, I just wake up a half an hour earlier, get it in. Some days it's cardio, like fast walking or, you know, a, a kickbox routine or on the stationary bike or treadmill. And other days, it's a little yoga, a little strength training. But every day, Rob, I do three minutes of ab exercises for my core. Yeah. And those three minutes are so important because it keeps your tummy flat. Right. And good posture. Right now, everybody can sit up nice and tall, pull in your tummy, hold it in for five seconds, and that's equal to one sit-up. So you could do isometric exercises even in the car, even in the office, anytime by just pulling in your tummy, re-educating your tummy that be tight, like a corset, like a tight pair of jeans, and then release. And try to do that. It re-educates the muscles to really contract and release. And you can do that with your butt too. If you don't squeeze it, no one else will. <laughs> You've said that before. So I'm here clenching all of my muscles, even my butt, um, trying this on. All right. So I Isometrics work. You can do stretches at the office. You could do twists. 
Did you know that posture is the key way to keeping your healthy body strong and keep your back healthy? So think always good posture wherever you are, like your London beautiful men at Buckingham Palace. They stand, <laughs> guards are so perfect. It's all about posture and your core muscles and tightening up throughout the day. All right, right. I'm going to work on that. You've sold me. Um, <laughs> how is the? F- you can do it anytime. Our 16 waking hours, fit in fitness anywhere. I do uh, like while I'm blow drying my hair. I do leg squats when I'm here at the office. I'll be doing twists. Yeah. Just for waistline, just to keep energy going. The more you move the muscles, the better. You have 640 muscles from head to toe, and you can keep them healthy by moving them. And oxygen equals energy. So if you're getting those 3 o'clock doldrums and you're getting tired at the office, stand up, move. Even a minute works. Right. I'm doing that. I'm going to do the rest of the interview standing up now. And look, you could do this. You could do this. (laughs) I I won't do that. I'll let you do that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, cool. How, how has the fitness industry and, you know, what you teach in fitness changed in 40 years? Well, uh, just how you get it changes, you know, how you you find it. Um, it's all main, mainly now social media on the phone and get your workouts right now. I can do my workouts with me or my daughter's workout. So it's always uh, accessible now. And um, there are so many people now. So you've got to find someone you enjoy, someone you like. And the fitness industry is more um, online. So if you like protein powders, you can find everyone has one of those. If you want, you know, a certain type of vitamins, a supplement. So it's really expanded the eating plans for women too, and men yeah. on what's the best thing to eat? What are we going to do to, you know, think quicker and work better? Yeah. And as what you teach in terms of the exercises itself and the methodologies, has that changed much in 40 years? Not really. Uh, You know, just um, there's so many varieties of fitness that I love. And I've always taught, you know, Pilates, yoga, kickboxing, strength training, workout with weights, you know, ab exercises, arm exercises and cardio. HIIT is really big right now. High intensity workouts, which really do work yeah. if you do them mm, yeah. <laughs> because they're hard. They're hard to do those damn burpees <laughs> and push-ups work. So if you just do a few little things every day and squeeze it in, I'm a true believer in that just to get yourself started with 10 minutes a day. Great. Love it. So is there anything in your industry that you don't like or you would want to change? Oh my gosh. Um, that I don't like. Uh, I don't know. No, not really. Uh, we have great experts in the field. Uh, there's a lot of people online that look really good, you know, on Instagram, but they don't have a degree. They don't have the right. education behind it. Yeah. And that is what worries me because a lot, you know, young people follow them just because they look so good, but they fix themselves on Instagram or they make themselves have abs or you know, so make sure you're following someone who has um, a great background, who understands the body and is educated. Great. I think it's really important. Yeah. Um, and food, too. 
Make sure you're right. seeing a great, you know, uh, make sure they're nutritionists or they're dietitians or they have some sense of education in the eating uh, category because a lot of people are giving um, really, uh, you know, wrong advice to, I truly believe in eating most all the foods, just don't overdo one don't, you know, starve yourself. I don't believe in starving. I believe in eating healthy throughout the day, uh, you know, ba balance, but I do enjoy my treats. I eat well 80% of the time and have treats 20% of the time. Love it. And so, wine is part of my treats. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. And is that 20% on the Friday night or is it all spaced out in the week? Oh, all spaced out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It depends what I'm doing. If my girlfriends are all getting together on a Wednesday night for wine, I'm there. I don't care what day of week it is. <laughs> Just enjoy life. Life is worth living. You know, that's why I believe that you need to be healthy. Um, whenever I'm home, I eat really healthy. And then when I go out to dinner, I'll have whatever's great at that menu at that restaurant. Yeah. Um, you know, so you enjoy kind your life. So you kind of believe in almost the 80-20 principle of eating, exercise, um, balance where eight percent of the time you're kind of quite strict, twenty percent of the time you let your hair down. Is that what you mean? Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Great. Yeah, okay, that's that's been my life the whole time. That's why I've never been worn out by my industry, or never exhausted, or never injured. I just kind of I'm not one to you know run a marathon or anything because I want to protect my bones and my body forever. Yeah. Because I want to be in this industry, I don't want to get injured. <laughs> so my body is my money. <laughs> how, how are you different from other people doing what you do uh my age yeah <laughs> there's not very many of us 62 still doing it <laughs> no i guess uh fun and i'm a mom i i have a big family i i live to me uh you know a moderate life uh, um i'm not like i don't know i'm i I, I enjoy people. I love to be around people. So, and this is, this is who you get when you get me, when I come to your town and I'm, you know, giving a speech or a workout tour, you get, this is what you get. <laughs> There's no fakeness to it. I haven't even done Botox or anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, are there any things in your career that you look back and you think, maybe there were mistakes. Maybe I could have done that differently. Maybe I could have done that better. No, no, I feel very proud of what I've done. Very proud. I, 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 yeah, so far so good. Yeah. <laughs> I still have a long career now. <laughs> Do you have a plan for how long you're going to live? Do I have a plan? Yeah. Like you, oh. some people say, oh, I'm going to live till I'm 100. Do you, do you think have, like that? You know, I, would. I, I, I hope to live, you know, a healthy, long, happy life, but, you know. Mm. I'm doing everything I can for that. <laughs> yeah, great. So do you have a definition of success? Um, is there anything that you would say that defines a successful person? Um, well, a successful person is someone who's um, comfortable who they are and um, uh, is kind and nice and enjoys um, their life. Uh, happy, you know, I, I, I healthy. That's success to me. And <laughs> And having loved ones around you that you love and that you can't wait to be with. Yeah. It's not money to me at all. It's about uh, the chance of being together. That's all I care about. Yeah. Really.
Great. So I just, don't have one word. I would say happiness, but that's kind of. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so just before you said it's not about the money for me, I was going to ask you about that because I'd not picked no. up any focus on money at all, which is really interesting no. because you still have to make a living. You know, you still have. Yes, you know, I, you got, I make a very nice living. I did, especially when I sold these, uh, you know, old fashioned VHSs back in the day. <laughs> 25 million I sold of those. So what? You know, 25 million. DVD. Wow. 25 yeah. million. That is a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a big spender, so you know, we um we help out a lot of people in yeah. our family and we just live a I would say more of a modest life than most people, but yeah. um I don't need things. I don't have jewelry very much. I I don't I don't you know, I'm yeah. just I like massages. <laughs> I like to eat and drink at really nice places. Yeah. I like to travel. Mm. So those are my loves. How, how do you not be focused on money but still make good money? Because that's what it sounds like you've done. How do you do that? Well, I just kept going. I honestly, Rob, when I first started, I loved being on TV, exercising, and you know. Uh, I never thought of the money part, but I, I love going to a store and see my videos. You know, that was more fun for me. And um, it, it just became, you know, it, uh, I think the more you do enjoy it, you don't even feel like you're working. And um, uh, I don't make as much as I used to make because there's so many of us now, <laughs> you know, and um, and that's OK with me, too. Yeah. So. Great. So we've got uh, about five quick fire ones left, if that's all right. I mean, look, you can take as long as you like to answer, but okay. they can be quick fire. So is there something in the whole world that you think is wrong or you'd like to change? Oh, gosh, the whole world. Not just here, what's going on? <laughs> exactly. No. The whole world. You know, some people say <laughs> like cruelty to animals or climate change no, or what's whatever. Scary as water. Yeah. Water. I was in South Africa. Um, I just think this water situation, so many people can't get water. And um, I just, that, that's scary to me. Yeah. That it, it really is. In other third world countries, and we all need water. I drink eight glasses of water every day. I can't even imagine not. So water gives you energy. It's good for your soul. It's good for your brain health. Water is so important. And I think this is becoming a problem. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, can you remember the best advice you ever received? Oh, God. Probably from my mom. And she always said, um, I'm going to cry because she's passed away now. But she always just said, um, you know, the love you for who you are. Just be yourself. Yeah. And that's what I did I my know. whole career. <laughs> uh, sorry to take it down a notch, but no, hey, this okay. is good. What's the worst advice you ever received? Oh, huh. worst advice. Oh. oh, God, what was the worst advice I ever received? Um, Mm, I don't know. Oh, my God. Worst advice. Probably um, someone said to me uh, when I first was starting, um, change your voice, your voice. You know, mm. I don't know if people are going to like your voice. And I was like, oh, this is my voice. <laughs> so 
Um, so they said, change your voice, but I never did. And actually people know me by my voice. I'll even make a phone call for, you know, like a, an appointment or something and say, Oh my God, is it Denise Austin? (laughs) (laughs) You know, so my voice became part of me and someone said, you need to change your voice. (sighs) And then you sold 25 million VHSs off your fitness programs. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So this podcast has a title disruptive. What does the word disruptive mean to you? Oh, I want to disrupt people aging. I want to stop everyone's aging in their tracks. That, that's what I think of as disrupt aging right now. Let's, you know, make sure you're getting your omega-3s. Let's make sure you're exercising, getting the oxygen to that brain so you stay healthy. And so that's what it means to me. Yeah, love it. And then, on my mind. <laughs> sorry, what was that last bit? I just missed it. That's what's on my mind. Yeah. (laughs) Disrupt aging. Love it. And then final thing we've started to ask recently. It seems quite fun, actually. If you were to recommend uh, there's one person that I should interview on this podcast that you think is great or compelling or whatever, who would that be? Oh, well, I love Bono. Have you interviewed Bono yet? No, but I'm writing it down. Can you introduce us? I (laughs) I would love to interview him. I would love to work out with him. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bono. <laughs> Harry? <laughs> right. So um, what, what's your website? What are your social medias? Where can we follow you? Oh, thank you for asking. Everybody can log on to deniseaustin.com. Yeah. That's my website. And then my Instagram and Facebook, Denise Austin. Yeah. All so, that easy. D-E-N-I-S-E-A-U-S-T-I-N. Right. You got it, Rob. Perfect. You've been one of the highest energy guests I've had. So thank you. I'm actually standing up in the studio now. You got me standing up. Good. Okay, now do some splits. I'm not not doing that. Oh, my life. Put that away. (laughs) (laughs) Denise, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Take care. Thanks, I will. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Great, we're done. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. All right, well, okay, I'm... back up, that cute little face in there. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Denise. Take care. Okay, bye. Wow, man. Boom. She was uh, high energy. Yeah. Yeah, cool.